received your instructions. Touch cards if you like. Let's fight. Welcome, welcome to Cam Blue's Bout Business MMA Podcast. <laughs> Lou Finicaro. Boom! A production of GreenRollMedia.com, the world's premier sports betting podcast network, rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. 100%! Now, it's fight weekend, and it is time to touch gloves with the most decorated mixed martial arts betting analyst in the business. He's your host of our main event. You ready? Bring it on! Come on! Come on. And he's all about business. Lou Finacaro. Welcome, fight enthusiasts, to the UFC Music City edition of Blue's Bout Business Podcast. As always, we tip our head at the beginning of our program to acknowledge our loyal listeners throughout the states and the countries. We can't tell you how much it's appreciated. Special note, we're getting into the August, the fall, the NFL. I do NFL work. Just a shameless plug to go to gamblue.com because besides working on the UFC, the NFL, NHL playoffs and College World Series, I try and be a strong voice of independent thought in a huge conglomerate gaming world. Now, as far as fighting's concerned, we have some open bets. I'm not sure we're going to get Covington and Leon in by the end of the year, but if we do, we have Covington minus 110. In September, we are going to get Alexa Grasso against Shevchenko in the rematch, and we have Alexa at plus 195. We also have the second part of a parlay to Johnny Bones Jones that's coming later in the fall. I believe that's an October-November bout. Let's just hope it comes off against Stipe because we hold Bones Jones plus 117. Then last will be the Sandhagen position that I will talk about in round five. So last week, I won't glaze over a one and three effort. We blow 1.4 units. I was happy, however, to only have half units on those two dogs. I saved us a unit there. As well, we had the umbilical from last week. That takes us to Sandhagen this week, turning Sandhagen from minus 345 to plus 129 is no small feat. We'll talk more about that in round five. So last week's minus 1.4 units puts the Bout Business podcast at 60 wins, 61 losses. 14.04 units earned, 12% ROI. The average price of the winner is plus 125. Those are good numbers, but they need to be better. And again, we are looking at the scope of this business for the term of the year. We've just started the second half, so we're going to look to build one block each UFC fight card, one block of profit per card, and that profit could be one unit, two units more, but we're looking to add to that base. Now, without much further ado, let's get right into UFC Nashville and round one. In round one, we're going to go to the third fight of the card in the prelims. 
between flyweights, Cody Durden, Jake Hadley. Talked about this fight earlier in the week. Hadley opens minus 165. Through the week, he goes up to minus 195. Here's a guy that's had trouble making weight. He's shipping in from England, fighting against a guy in Durden that is a pretty sound wrestler. Had a slow start in the UFC, but won, won his last three. He's got momentum, great gas tank. Like I said, a good wrestler. And he opens plus 140. We can now get him plus 160. Now, Hadley's six years the younger man with a three-inch reach advantage. But both these guys are lefties, which can really gum up and ugly up a fight. Originally, I was going to use two bets on this fight. But because Hadley made it to the scales just minutes before the deadline and was relieved when he made his weight, I believe he had somewhat of a more taxing cut. So we're going to go round one, Cody Durden, one unit to win 1.6 units. Now let's move right into round two. In round two, we've got the next fight on the card, Billy Carantillo and Damon Jackson. In maybe the most competitive fight of the night, both guys 34, Billy Q 17 and five, coming in off a vicious knockout at the hands of Edson Barboza. That has to be somewhat concerning for Billy Q backers. Damon Jackson, on the other hand, long, tall drink of water. He got KO'd himself by Dan Ige in his last fight. Has an impressive win over Sabatini coming in. And, and that Sabatini win surely marks the inconsistencies of Damon Jackson. Trying to put a finger on him is difficult. Billy Q opens minus 175 for the fight to Damon Jackson's plus 150. It's now risen a little bit. And quite honestly, I think that if Damon Jackson can navigate this thing to the fence, then to the floor, he has tremendous advantage. I think he's chinny enough that if he stands with Billy Q, I think he'll be giving away a little speed and I don't want him to get clipped. So we got to hope that this is a Damon Jackson from top position to feel good about this bet. Round two, Damon Jackson also plus 160, but one half unit to win 0.8 of a unit. Now let's move into round three. We're marching right up the prelims in round three. The next fight, the fifth fight scheduled on the card, and we're going up and wait to the welterweights where Philadelphian Jeremiah Wells takes on Guyanan Carlston Harris. Another competitive fight. Wells opens minus 165 for this fight. Now, this fight's compressed. Currently, Wells minus 120. I agree with that movement. In fact, earlier in the week on the VSIN Digital Magazine and on First Strike, Carlston Harris was released plus 115. We should jump him right now, currently plus 100. I really want to get a plus number next to. Harris, why? He's three inches the taller man. He's got a two-inch reach advantage. Both these guys, 36. I think it's Wells that comes from the Philly family of wrestlers. We know he's tough as nails. He's got gas for all day long, and he's going to want to get close and wrestle. Meanwhile, Harris going to want to use his frame, keep the distance, 
and touch wells on his way in in what's going to be maybe the barn burner fight of the night round three carlton harris one unit to win one unit or better if you got him earlier in the week with me now we move into round four in round four we finally make it to the main card we're gonna uh, take a look at this uh, ship in from brazil diego lopez who had a tremendously impressive fight against Russian Evloev in his last fight. Even though he lost, he looked fantastic. But styles make fights. If you peel the onion back on Lopez a little bit, I think you're going to find that despite his four inches of height, six-inch reach advantage, and he's six years younger, on paper he just looks unstoppable. But when you look at his record and who he's fought before Evloev, I think there's reason to think that the Evloev fight could be a blip or it could be real. If it's real, I think I'm going to make the young Diego Lopez have to prove it to me. Because on the other side of the cage, you got a kid in Tucker that's underachieved in the UFC. However, bookmakers still felt enough of him. To price him at openers, minus 140 in this fight. Currently, Lopez minus 170, Tucker plus 145. So Tucker's gone from minus 140 to plus 145. I think that you got a kid in Tucker that's very, very desperate. He's had a tremendous camp. As it is, he's a hand grenade of a kid. And yes, he's been beat at the hands of Dan Ige, but that was in March of 21. Yes, inactivity, but this is a kid who's beat Billy Q, Justin James, Ricky Glenn, he had a good fight with. And while I think that Diego Lopez is dangerous based on one fight, I think this has all the makings of the PhD in MMA. Gavin Tucker currently 37 years old against Lopez, 28, but Tucker's got the experience. I think he's got the game. He's got the desperation. He knows this is it for him. This is his last shot for the desperate dog, PhD in MMA fight. We're going Gavin Tucker in round four, one unit to win 1.45 units. Now we move right into round five. Round five, main event, Sandhagen and Font. We made the play last week where we parlayed into Sandhagen. Currently, we own him at a plus 129 in this fight against a long, tall, erect, slick boxing Rob Font. Font can wrestle. In fact, it should be interesting if this fight gets to the floor because if Font can get top position, I believe that's his path to victory. That's the way he wins this fight. So I believe that while they may roll, Sandhagen has great submissions, but that's from back. And I think Sandhagen wants to keep this fight standing where he can use his feet, his length, and his defensive evasion. That's where I think these two differ the most. Font takes shots, Sandhagen doesn't. So in round five, we're sitting on the second half of a parlay with Sandhagen, one unit to win 1.29 units. 
Further, we're going to make one more investment in this fight, and we're going to use our tricky parlay where we tie it into a fighter for next week. So in this main event, Sandhagen, Rob Font, currently the over four and a half reads, minus 120. It's a pick em either side. I'm going to shorten that up, and we're going to go to the DraftKings alternate rounds where I can take over three and a half rounds in the Sanhagen font main event, minus 145. And I'm going to roll down to next week's slate where Hakeem Dawadu faces Cub Swanson. Hakeem Dawadu minus 245. Paired with the main event of this week's card going over three and a half rounds at minus 145. One unit returns 1.37 units. That's the second part of our round five. That fulfills the podcast for today. So we have five bets that we will grade immediately and hopefully one future bet we take into next week. Otherwise, there'll be six bets that we grade this week. We will be back next week on the 12th for a fight card from the UFC Apex. Therefore, look for the Bout Business Podcast to drop sometime around the noon to 1 p.m. our Pacific time. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the fight. Boom! That's it! That is it! Unbelievable! That was insane! You've been locked into Gamblue's Bout Business MMA Podcast featuring Lou Finicaro. Hit our subscribe button and never miss out on Lou's behind-the-scenes access to the world of MMA. Of all the superlative... the best sports betting podcast on the board look no further than greenrollmedia.com each and every weekend greenroll's covering the nfl college football and mma better than anyone bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in las vegas that's greenrollmedia.com greenrollmedia.com home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network